Praise the Lord. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Good morning, New Life Church. I brought my water with me, Trent. I learned a while back, watching Marco Rubio, that I should always bring a bottle of water. If I drink of this water, I know that I'll thirst again, but if I drink of the water that Jesus gives, I will never, ever thirst again. Thank you, Pastor Troy, for giving us in the Ministry Training Center the opportunity to be mentored by you and to learn from you how to preach the amazing gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. I hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving uh, with your family, and if not, please make sure that you have forgiven all that may have offended you. I digress. That's another sermon. I stand before you with fear and trembling, not because I'm uncomfortable with public speaking, and Troy's right, I used to hide under my desk in grade school so that no one would call on me, and I had my brother speak for me until I was well into my teens. Um, So I was voted least likely to be a public speaker. (laughs) But I stand before you more importantly in fear and trembling because I know that I have a responsibility before God to rightly divide his word and to point the way to him. I stand here not because I have the answers, but because I know Jesus, who has all the answers. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray in the precious name of your Son, Jesus, that you would cause me to be an instrument in your hands to help people find you and to come to know you as their Lord and Savior. I pray that your word would go forth with power and authority to accomplish all that you have intended. We know that you watch over your word and that it will not return to you void. Your word will prosper in the thing for which you sent it. In Jesus' name, amen. I have a short message today, especially for you, if you have not placed your faith in Jesus Christ. For those of us who know and have committed ourselves to Jesus, I hope that this message encourages you to share your faith with those around us in this lost and dying generation. I have a very important question for you today. Why are you here? Death has come near each of us. You are one heartbeat, one breath away from eternity. Where will you spend eternity? Wouldn't it be worth it to to take time to contemplate the most important thing you were created for, that's fellowship with God? Don't you owe it to yourself to step away from all the distractions and consider the works of God's hands? All creation points to God. Science reveals God. Within Psalm 139, it says that God knew you before you were born. He knit you together in your mother's womb. Take some time to consider what God has already done for you. Yes, he sent his son to suffer and die on a cross for us while we were in sin and our hearts were far from God. Yes, God loves you that much. But God will not be mocked. He has given us one way to eternal salvation, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. If you find yourself in a deep, dark pit and someone drops a rope for you to grab onto, are you going to sneer at the rope and say that there must be a better way or some other way out of the pit? No. You're going to grab onto that rope and hang on for dear life while being pulled up out of the pit. In the same way, God has given us Jesus, our rope, our only hope. 
Hang on to Jesus as if your life depends on it, because it does. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3 warns us not to neglect so great a salvation. There are no do-overs. Once death has come, your eternal fate is sealed. Heaven or hell, there are no parties in hell, as so many like to say. Only anguish, suffering, and regret forever and ever. I assure you that you would eagerly relive the worst day of your life over and over if you could just get out of hell, but there's no escape. Jesus talked about hell a lot. Why? Because he doesn't want you to go there. God draws men, women, boys, and girls to himself through his kindness. But make no mistake, heaven and hell are very real, according to the Bible. If I can persuade just one unbeliever to take a serious peek into eternity and to make the decision to grab hold of, our, of the rope, our only hope, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, and to allow him the joy of pulling you up out of your pit, it would be worth everything I could ever give. Jesus endured the pain and suffering, the shame of the cross, so that you might be saved. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says, He endured the cross, despising the shame, for the joy, that's you, that was set before him. Romans 5, 12 through 15 explains that through one man, Adam, sin and death came into the world, and that through one man, Jesus, life and salvation came. We don't deserve this, but I plead with you to not let anything stop you from accepting God's gift of Jesus' love and salvation. Drop your baggage, your pride, evil desires, or whatever, whatever is holding you back today. Hebrews 3.15 says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Today is the day of salvation. You're not promised another day. The Bible says that your life is just a vapor. It's a mist. The Bible also says that your life is like the grass that comes up one day and withers, withers away the next day. To, excuse me. To those who are perishing, the cross, the rope dangling at your reach, is foolishness. But to those who are willing to let Jesus, the King of Kings, reign in their hearts, the rope of hope in your pit, there is a great salvation where heaven awaits you. There is nothing in this world that is worth the loss of your soul to hell. The Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world if he loses his own soul? He is no fool who gives up that which he cannot keep for that which he cannot lose. Folks, you can't keep whatever you've acquired during your life here on earth. Please slow down for a moment, remove all distractions, and seriously consider what God has offered you today. Beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. If you find yourself in a pit today, grab a hold of Jesus and don't let go. He is your redeemer. There is no other way. He's the only option. The Bible says in Acts 4.12, there is no other name under heaven by which men must be saved. There is salvation in Jesus. There is no other plan or way to heaven.
grab a hold of the rope, tie Jesus around your waist. He is the belt of truth, our way and our life. For those of us who know Jesus, we need to share the good news of salvation with those who don't know him yet. We get so distracted with things, especially this time of year, things that are just passing away. But this, life, but this is life and death. Nothing is more important than for people to know that they can have life in Jesus. What's keeping you from sharing that with them? I'm talking to myself too. If you have not yet asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, if you have not yet put your faith in him, please do that today. The Bible says, Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You can do that right now. If your relationship with God has grown cold and you've wandered away from him, please come back home to him today. The Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. May God bless you as you work out your own, your own salvation with fear and trembling.